0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Maction, live on the Believe Sports Network from Los Angeles. I'm Mark Scafidi, your host. Mac football was phenomenal yesterday. Uh, normally, I would wait until next week to do an episode, get ready for the upcoming week, but... Maxion last night, gave us everything the Mid-American Conference is known for on weeknight football. Now, some of the games were absolutely terrible this week. I, honestly, there's three really bad teams, but we're going to cover that later. The game of the night, possibly the college football game of the season, minus, you know, Clemson versus Notre Dame a week ago. <clears throat> Western Michigan versus Toledo. The way the game sets up, if you didn't watch it, it was basically Toledo's game to lose to win with, I don't know, what they had three minutes left, four minutes left. <clears throat> You're thinking, I think it was about two and a half minutes. Jason Candle's team looked like, you know, they just went up for a touchdown, a pretty easy touchdown. Western Michigan looked like they kind of let them score with uh, two and a half, three minutes left. So they take a 10 point lead. And you're thinking, oh, it's only gonna make a matter of time before the Rockets come out of Kalamazoo with the W and a commanding West uh, West Division lead with two games up. But no, the Rockets played some of the worst defense you could possibly play leading up to the end of the game. They just let Western Michigan dink and dunk all the way downfield, and eventually got a score. And You're thinking, well, okay, they need the two-point conversion, an onside kick, and then a field goal. No. Western Michigan's uh, kicker misses the extra point. Misses the extra point. Thiago caps with a game on the line, you would think, to give your team a chance. To win the football game, with a field goal, and if they can recover an onside kick, he doesn't. He doesn't. He shanks it. It's a total miss. So they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is incredible." Western Michigan just choked away this one. So Toledo played terrible defense. Uh, gives up a score, but they get saved by a missed extra point. No. Seconds later. Thiago caps, onsides it. It's a two-kicker system. The punter ends up as the second kicker recovering the football for the Broncos. It was incredible. Nick Mahalik, with 44 seconds left, he's the second kicker. Caps kicks it. It rolls, I don't know, seven yards. Toledo, another blunder, runs up there, touches it, misses it, Instead of, you know, waiting the ball to come to because you can't recover it until they can't. Western Michigan can't touch it for 10 yards. So Toledo makes another error, blunders that one, goes up there, touches it, and then Nick Mahalik, the punter, recovers it, and he kind of just sticks his left, I think it was his left arm, scoops it out of there, <laughs> sucks it right into his gut. Western Michigan has the ball. You're like, wow, man. It's still going to take a touchdown, though. They have no timeouts. They still need a touchdown because of the missed extra point by Caps. So sure enough, Toledo goes right back to playing extremely poor defense. <laughs> they, I think they were like the they were forty. No, they were forty yards ish. So it, it's you know hard to believe, but Toledo plays as bad as defense as they were playing the free the pre- Nothing changed. So. They get the ball down to the nine yard line um, and Caleb Ellie looks like he's going to spike it. So um, Toledo's lined up like it's spike. Everybody thinks it's a spike because you know, they, they kind of need to conserve time, but Caleb Elby, I think he noticed that Jalen Hall, the wideout on the far end of the left, nobody was guarding him. I mean, Toledo didn't even know he was standing out there. He was so wide open. So he fake spikes it and just tosses it up in the air for like a slow motion touchdown game winning pass to Jalen Hall, giving Western Michigan a 41-38 win, which seemed improbable four minutes earlier over the Toledo Rockets. Toledo should be 2-0 but it seems like they made every mistake they could possibly make in the final three minutes of the game to let Tim Lester and the Broncos get a home win and, in process, a commanding 2-0 lead in a six-game season in the MAC West. So it was a phenomenal game. The final two minutes I I was watching took, like, 25 real-time minutes, maybe 20 real-time minutes. I was like oh this game's gonna be over this game's gonna be oh no nope, nope and with no really nobody really had timeouts there were some reviews but the game lasted the final two minutes lasted twenty minutes at least maybe twenty five minutes that was classic maction that is why we like the mac that is why we watch the mac it's entertaining it's competitive you got two teams playing their hearts out and in. Basically, uh, when every, but 99.9% of the numbers, percentages would have said Western Michigan's going to lose the football game. And somehow they ended up winning the game. So that is how we start matching today. Uh, I didn't want to wait till next week because I watched the game. It's really fresh in my head. Um, had the notes for it. Congratulations, Tim Lester and the Western Michigan Broncos on a phenomenal win. And overall, a good week of action, and it's pretty clear. Let's move on to some other games. The Mac has some halves, and then they have three have-nots. Um, Kent State, Dustin Crum yesterday in the flash fast, flash fast offense of Sean Lewis, they look like rising stars in the Mac. They won over Bowling Green sixty-two to twenty-four. Dustin Crum had two hundred seventy-one yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. Pretty good day, you would say. Uh, Terrence Stewart, 14 carries for 162 yards, two touchdowns. Isaiah Wooden, three receptions, 83 yards, a touchdown. So, Kent State, Buffalo. When they play, probably your Mac East championship de facto game. Kent State looked great. Bowling Green looked bad. I mean, I don't know if there's any other way to say it. They looked bad. Um I think we, we have, I'll talk about bowling, the Bowling Green. There's three teams right now who are on track for no wins. So there's only two possibilities, though. The only two of them can get no wins. There's going to be a, a bottom. Somebody has to win a game in the MAC East. Let's put it that way. The other game last night was Buffalo versus Miami. Um, Buffalo won easily 42-10. to 10. It wasn't even, it wasn't close, really. Buffalo, I mean, it was kind of close in the first in second quarter, and then third quarter, the Bulls just blew it open. Kyle Mantries, 353 yards, four touchdowns. Um, Kevin Marks Jr., 109 yards, 16 carries for Buffalo. And Antonio Nunn, five receptions, 137 yards and touchdowns. Buffalo's good. That's not a surprise. Miami of Ohio. Not as good. So, they're not the worst team in the Mac East, but definitely, definitely not at Buffalo's level yet. Uh, we'll shift over to Tuesday, and, oh no, there's still other games from, oh, there's still other games from Wednesday. Um, the Akron, oh, those were the two, that was the Tuesday game, sorry about that. Ohio versus Akron on Tuesday, um, 24-10. Akron's on a 19-game losing streak. So I had to look this up because I was curious, what's the longest Division I losing streak game? It's 34 games by Northwestern. Akron's got a really long way to go to get that. They're only at 19. Akron has a good chance to break that streak this year. Um, They play Bowling Green. So I'm thinking the winner of that game is going to have one win. The loser of that game isn't going to have any wins this season. Um it, it was tough. I mean, at, Ohio Ohio was a, you know, better team. I mean, you would expect that. Um Ohio's probably not going to beat Buffalo. Now, I don't know if they're going to beat Kent State in the MAC East. But Akron has a, a, a little ways to go still. Um it could be a winless season, um, but they do. The good news is they could. They have a chance for a realistic win. Uh, it won't come next week against Kent State. The wagon wheel game next week. It's not going to come against them. It Kent State's going to go to three and zero, and but but there's a chance Bowling Green and Akron do play, so somebody's going to win, and unfortunately, somebody's going to lose. So there's two teams, three teams, that, you know, in theory could be. You know, one win or less um we'll switch over to the other potential winless team in the mac um central michigan beat niu in just a beat down of all in no other way to no other way to do it. it it was bad um central michigan the chippewas just rolled over NIU. NIU wasn't competitive really they they struggle to get a first down uh, i i I believe they had 24 yards of offense in the third quarter it wasn't I mean the score is 40 to 10 but the the 10 points for NIU came within the final three minutes ish it was backups playing for NIU and it was garbage time so you know they, they kicked the field goal to get the goose egg off the board and the, the huskies were not really not really competitive in the I mean they played sort of sort of close in the first half I mean it wasn't a terrible blowout but it, it never felt like NIU was threatening to even tie the game or take the lead. Daniel Richardson for the Chippewas, uh, he's the quarterback. He's not a MAC championship level quarterback. When you look at some of the guys around the league, you're, you're not thinking Richardson, based on what I saw yesterday, is going to lead the Chippewas to the MAC title. He threw for 196 yards and two touchdowns, but he's doing just enough for them not to lose games. I mean, I don't think Richardson's going to bring anybody back on a fourth quarter, we're down by seven drive. He doesn't appear to have that kind of uh, game. But overall, the Chippewas are better. I mean, they're obviously a better team. And that sets up a big game next week uh, for the Chippewas. NIU, I don't know where they're going to get a win with, uh, with the team, the way it looks right now. I don't know if they're looking at a W this season. Which is, which is a pretty, pretty far fall from where they were just a few years ago. Um, Eastern Michigan went down last night. They're 0-2 to Ball State, 38-31. Uh, the Eagles fall to 0-2, Ball State 1-1. Preston Hutchinson for the Eagles had 250 yards through the air, one touchdown. Uh, Caleb Hunley for Ball State had 204 yards, three touchdowns. Ball State should move to, to two and one. They play uh, NIU next Wednesday, so they're alive in the MAC West. I wouldn't count them out because they're going to get that second win most likely next week. Eastern Michigan's in trouble right now with zero and two because Central and Western are two and zero. And I already gave you the score for uh, oh Western Michigan forty one Toledo thirty eight. Eli Peters had a good game, three hundred thirty nine yards for the Rockets, one touchdown. Uh, Sean Tyler for Western Michigan, 12 carries, 100 yards. Dwayne Eckridge, seven receptions, 131 yards, touchdown for the Broncos. But the real story with the Broncos is that came down to the final uh, final two minutes. So that's the recap of this week. It was one phenomenal game and, and some other games. So there were some bad games, obviously, and there's going to probably be some bad games uh next week should be some worse games honestly like let's give you a quick rundown of next week right now uh tuesday november 17th espnu 7 p.m eastern and you've noticed if you watch the games the weather has changed in the midwest it is cold it was about 30 degrees last night at these games and i would expect every other game the rest of the season to be in the 30s or below so no more high flying 60, 70 degree weather for Maxion. Uh, next Tuesday, Akron, Kent State, wagon wheel game, rivalry game. It's at Dick Stadium in Kent, ESPNU, 7 p.m. This has all the makings of a 50 to nothing, 50 to 10 sort of blowout. Um, Dustin Crumb, best player on the field, most likely, for, uh, and he plays for Kent. I don't see this one being very competitive. Akron should fall to 0-3. Kent State should move to 3-0. Buffalo, Bowling Green, 6 p.m. I would assume this is CBS Sports Network as of right now. It doesn't say, but uh, games at Bowling Green. Not that it's going to make any difference. Buffalo should roll the Falcons and move to 3-0 in the MAC. Bowling Green, you got, I mean, if you're looking at the schedule, you're looking at when, when they play Akron. That's when your chance for a victory. It's not coming next week against Buffalo. Jared Patterson, everybody, Kyle Van Treat. They could all have huge games for Buffalo. This is a, a semi-type scrimmage game for the Bulls. Ohio, Miami of Ohio, regular ESPN next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's it's the best game of the night because the other two are going to be terrible. Most likely, absolutely terrible. Um. This one could go either way, evenly matched teams, both okay, not great, and both not bad. So best game of the night next Tuesday, easily the, the Bobcats and the Red Hawks. If you're going to watch just one, watch the ESPN game next week. And let's move to Wednesday, November 18th, NBA draft night as well. So not going to be a massive audience for this because – These games got slid over because the NBA draft is going to be on regular ESPN. NIU, Ball State, ESPNU. So there's two different time zones for these fans. Uh, Ball State's in the East time zone. That'll be 7 o'clock for you. Central time zone in Illinois and Chicago. NIU will be 6 o'clock Central. Uh, Look for the Huskies to fall to 0-3. Offense, with 47 freshmen. I mean that that's that's remind everybody they're bad because they have 47 freshmen playing. And you're just not going to win a lot of games with 47 freshmen. So ball state should move up to 2 and 1 next week. NIU should fall to 0 and 3. A must-win game for Eastern Michigan, or essentially their season is over. They play the Toledo Rockets on CBS Sports Network. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be hard for Toledo to rebound after a devastating loss this week to Western Michigan, but if, if they want to stay alive in the MAC West race, they need help now, and they're going to need to eliminate Eastern Michigan. So, Toledo's a, a good, good team in the MAC. I think they're going to be able to come out of this one with a victory. Time will tell. I thought that yesterday, three minutes to go against Western Michigan but my gut feeling is here. The Rockets take this one and move to two and one Eastern Michigan by all. Well, by all effects, it's going to fall to zero and three most likely, but it's not guaranteed. I guess we do have a two potential teams in the Mac West also, you know, going to be with one win or less. I guess if you Eastern Michigan does play NIU, so that gives uh, that game some meaning whenever they play in a couple weeks. And the biggest game of the night for control of the Mac West, Western Michigan goes up to Mount Pleasant, Michigan, 2-0 and versus 2-0. and Based on what I've seen so far from both teams, Western Michigan's a better football team. Central Michigan has a good defense. We saw that yesterday when they just put the handcuffs on NIU. I mean, NIU couldn't get a first down for basically the entire game. They could not move the ball 10 yards. So it was punt, punt, interception, fumble. I mean, they they just couldn't move the move the football. Central Michigan's defense is better, but Western Michigan has a better offense. So this is going to be an evenly matched game. I like Western Michigan more than I like Central, just because Western Central's offense is it's not as high powered as Western's can be. So I'm looking for. Western Michigan to go into central. Big rivalry game. And with a 3-0 record, depending on what happens to Toledo, you're almost on the verge of clinching the Mac West halfway through the season. So if they can get the W here, whoever wins this game is going to be in huge control for the Mac West title to go on to play, probably the winner of Buffalo versus Kent from the Mac East in Detroit for the championship game. Uh, huge, exciting week of action so far. We have a, uh, an other sports news. We have college football games canceled all around college football this week. Um, Alabama, LSU. Um, there's there, there's a ton of cancellations. So right now, you've got to think that the Mac is potentially going to have one of these games up in you know maybe kind of something canceled, postponed. So, but there's no off weeks really in the MAC. So if they if they suffer a postponement or a cancellation, I think they just move on to the the next week of the season and we just keep going. I don't think there's room or time to make that game up. Because the SEC and the the other conferences this week there's a lot of cancellations. So let's hope that doesn't happen to any of the MAC teams, but the likelihood with the way the virus is spreading there's going to be a mac team here or there that somehow gets affected and that will affect the entire conference um but we'll have to wait and see that was a great week of Maction come back next week and we'll do a recap of the games next week we probably have two good ones and a couple duds but uh come back next week check it out I'm Mark Scafidi and this was Maction